breaking now. Military tribunals for deep state traitors attempting to overthrow the Trump administration and those involved in child trafficking will begin in January. A secret meeting in Columbia, South Carolina has set plans in motion for what will finally be justice served to those who harm children and try to destroy our republic, while former President George H.W. Bush was quietly executed for his crimes in a plea deal. The truth is about to be unsealed. David Zublick here with Truth Unsealed, where you'll learn what they don't want you to know. We have breaking news. Truth Unsealed has learned exclusively that military tribunals for those involved in deep state actions against the Trump administration and those involved in child and adult human trafficking will begin taking place in January of 2019. In a secret conclave meeting on November the 28th, 2018, members of several law enforcement agencies plus the military here in the United States, including NCIS, the FBI, the DOJ, the U.S. Marshals Service, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and many other high-ranking military officials met in Columbia, South Carolina to construct a plan for implementing these military tribunals which will begin right after the first of the year. In addition, Truth Unsealed has also learned that former President George H.W. Bush, Bush 41, who had been indicted back on September the 10th of this year for crimes violating the RICO Act, including human trafficking, has been executed. That his death on Friday evening, November 30th, was an execution, part of a plea deal he reached to maintain his dignity and his legacy such as it is. In other words, George H.W. Bush was John McCain, because as you recall, John McCain was also recently executed, but his death made to appear as though he died of natural causes in order to maintain his legacy such as it is. This is a huge report No one else is reporting this. We have it exclusively here on Truth Unsealed. Hold on to your hats, folks. This is big. And the truth is about to be unsealed. Are we getting closer to military tribunals, or are we patriots out of our minds and delusional? Well, if that's true, then the naysayers need to add Trump and the Q team to that delusion. Obviously, there are those that 
truly believe that either Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, James Comey, Loretta Lynch et al. did nothing wrong, or that Trump is not going to proceed against these criminals, and that even if he does, nothing will happen to Hillary. Well, Truth Unsealed has learned exclusively that backroom logistics planning by several levels of government at Columbia, South Carolina, were the planning stages for upcoming military tribunals, which will commence in January of 2019. That analysis is based on the puzzle the Patriots continue to put together, but yet not complete. In order to get the picture of what seems very likely as a logistics meeting, a puzzle does not have to be finished to see what the picture is going to be. The puzzle continues, and more pieces are coming to light. President Trump's latest tweet of top treasonous criminals behind bars is a clear indication of what's coming. His latest tweets appear to be edging closer to criminal action against these deep state players. Q has confirmed many times the team's legitimacy and has mentioned tribunals coming. Former CIA case officer Robert Steele says the military tribunals are coming. Gitmo renovations are complete with 4,000 beds. You'll recall that to date over 4,000 deep state pedophiles and child traffickers have been arrested and detained in top secret locations across the United States. Several chartered United Airlines flights into Gitmo one year ago were very suspicious. The military uses State Department contract airlines, such as Atlas Air and World Airways. Military sources say Gitmo will not be taking in Middle Eastern terrorists, and one comment suggested the renovations look more like a club med setting. Robert Steele says the renovations look like a courtyard by Marriott. Others say there have already been a few tribunal hearings, and it's alleged that former Senator John McCain was sentenced to death for treason for providing weapons, missiles, and millions of dollars to al-Qaeda and ISIS terrorists during a secret clandestine meeting in Syria on behalf of the deep state's CIA, Barack Obama, and Hillary Rodham Clinton. In addition, the McCain Institute was a front to launder money for child trafficking rings across the United States and around the globe. Hugh posted 31 days before McCain died, the date that McCain would die to the minute, with the post, Every Dog Has Its Day. McCain died the day before the holiday Dog Day. It's theorized his sentencing to death agreement would allow him to go out as a fake hero. He did. Thus his family used his funeral as a major anti-Trump charade from beginning to end. McCain's time of death was reportedly at 428 Mountain Time on August 25th. 
exactly 31 days to the minute after the original Q post. Cause and manner of death remain in question, but the fact that Q could pinpoint the time of death with accuracy suggests that McCain did not die of cancer, as reported. Prior to McCain's death, he wore a therapeutic boot on his right foot, which was alleged to be hiding a GPS tracker in case he decided to leave the country unexpectedly. And at one point, he switched the boot over to his left foot, saying he wanted to give his right foot a break. Hillary also wore a boot during the same period. Was it to sympathize with McCain's predicament, or was it just a coincidence? The day before he died, supposedly executed by chemical means, his family made a statement that McCain decided to stop chemotherapy. Nobody dies the day after they stop chemotherapy. Following McCain's execution, Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, did a 180-degree turn from being part of McCain's anti-Trump team of neocons to overnight being one of Trump's number one supporters. Was Lindsey Graham pardoned by a tribunal? Then, on top of that, Lindsey Graham addressed questions to Brett Kavanaugh on live television about the legitimacy of a military tribunal as it applies to constitutional law. Why? Because the military tribunals for the top treasonous perps are coming, and they will be held in several locations, among them Columbia, South Carolina, where U.S. Army Fort Jackson is located, and from where Lindsey Graham is a senator, plus underground facilities of abandoned office complexes and shuttered retail locations across the country, which had been planned for use as FEMA camps built and manned with armed personnel under the direction of then-usurper to the Oval Office Barack Obama along with military flights between these locations and Gitmo. Q says there are no coincidences, and how ironic would it be for the planned GOP Republican convention to be held in Columbia, South Carolina? What a backdrop that would be. Emotions are running high, both with the deep state knowing what's coming and the Patriots wanting the perp walk now. Trump's latest tweets have stated basically that he will declassify and release the FISA documents if the Dems begin their impeachment investigations against him and his family, and that it will be big. He also added that he will release the documents at a time that is politically beneficial, and decided not to release them now, because by the time of the impeachment, it would be old news. That essentially means the declassified documents will be released at the last moment before a major event or shortly thereafter. Now, we all thought that it would happen before the midterms, 
as an advantage tactic for both the House and the Senate. But as Q has pointed out, well in advance of the midterms, a 53-47 lead in the Senate would be the final outcome. Now, how did Q know that? The Senate was the cherry on top, and with a Dem-controlled House, it is still alleged that certain Dems will be wrapped up around December the 21st when DHS completes their voter fraud investigation and could easily turn the House over to the Republicans. Never interfere with an enemy that is self-destructing. Now, many of you are not going to like what I think would be a good strategy for the release of these declassified documents. We do know the release of FISA and other revealing documents will destroy many deep state operatives, from Congress to the CIA and many in between. However, there are two countries resisting the release because it will implicate their intelligence agencies in child trafficking and pedophilia the U.K., and Australia. There has to be a balance, because it will also reveal CIA and now deceased George H.W. Bush's involvement in the JFK assassination, and will open a can of worms about who and what was behind the 9-11 false flag, as well as the deep state pedophile ring involving the Bush and Clinton dynasties, according to political insiders. Therefore, there might be many exclusions. Unless the deep state goes full-scale anti-Trump, and all indicators point to that happening anyway, the question in everyone's mind should be, if the declassified documents could save this republic from a Democrat-Socialist taking the presidency in 2020 or 2024, wouldn't it make sense to hold off on the release of these documents until a time just before the 2020 election or a partial disclosure for 2020 and the final big one before 2024 to assure a Republican win in 2024? The drawback is if the Dems take power back in 2020 and or 2024. The ultimate goal should be to destroy the Democrat Party at any cost, and the tribunals will help. But if not done properly, it could backfire on this republic. President Trump has to move and plan cautiously, while at the same time remaining safe. As for the logistics meeting in Columbia, South Carolina, which took place on November the 28th by several agencies, including military NCIS and the IRS, my sources inform me that if the plan was to discuss behind-closed-doors logistics for how to proceed with what would be bigger and more complicated than the Nuremberg trials, it would require these agencies to understand the complexity by designating the proper individuals from each agency tasked with compiling their cases as a joint effort for the prosecution to proceed in a military tribunal setting. 
Note, the U.S. Marshals Service attended the logistics meeting and are only tasked with going after fugitives and picking them up. The criminals mentioned in the media report are already in prison. Why the IRS? Well, how about investigations concerning the Clinton Foundation? and money laundering as detailed in Trump's National Emergency Executive Order signed into law in December of 2017. Is the IRS investigating inmates in prison? Why wasn't that meeting held in Washington, D.C., instead of Columbia, South Carolina? Why bring all these agencies together under the guise or ruse of an investigation against a couple of inmates creating apps to extort military personnel in a porn scheme. They're already in prison and adding additional charges, and time is very easy to do with less than what the logistics planning team could do. If they were, in fact, meeting behind closed doors about tribunals near the military prison and had no cover story for the media, the cat would be out of the bag, for one, and anything and everything would begin to happen with a deep state counterattack. Keeping the deep state criminals confused by fake news, but knowing what is probably happening, forces them to not come out and tell the world in order to gain sympathy from the left. Plus, they would look like paranoid conspiracy theorists, which would be used against them. A prime example are the numerous false flag media reports, such as the Las Vegas massacre about a lone shooter, which is an absolute lie, and the many cover stories for 9-11 and others. What we do is provide an analysis of what it actually appears to be based on the puzzle scenario. We have many pieces of the puzzle And the picture is looking obvious. Consider this. According to my sources, there is a large military prison in Fort Jackson, Columbia, South Carolina. And my sources just delivered supplies there and are planning to keep me updated. If Fort Jackson is to be used as a permanent or temporary facility for hundreds of top-level criminals being charged with treason, That is where they would be held, while Comey, Lynch, Mueller, Clinton, and Obama et al. would need to be at Gitmo in order to avoid a deep state takeover of a prison on U.S. land by an Antifa-generated civil war. My sources also tell me that the military tribunals will be shrouded in secrecy, with no coverage by any mainstream media outlet allowed. The only access granted will be to alternative news media outlets of President Trump's choosing. The only exception will be the trial of former CIA Director John Brennan, who recently indicated that President Trump should be removed from office by force. I'm told his trial will be public as well as his execution, which will be televised. Upon conviction, I'm told that execution will be immediate, with no opportunity for appeals. Death will be by hanging, and the bodies of all convicted 
will then be incinerated. All of this seems logical to me, but I could be very wrong and everything could fall apart. And if that were to happen, Trump does not get reelected. And we lose to a socialist communist. And that's when things get really nasty for America. Under the next socialist communist U.S. president, you'll have only two choices. Either give up your First and Second Amendment rights or plan to fight and possibly die. So, there you have it. Uh, No one else is reporting it. There are some alternative news sources that are speculating it, but we have been able to confirm that Bush 41, George H.W. Bush, was put to death Friday, November 30th, 2018, in the early evening hours for crimes against humanity, including human trafficking and violations of the RICO Act, he reached a plea deal with authorities, with the Trump administration, that would allow him to maintain his dignity, his legacy, and none of this will be spoken about in the mainstream media. Even President Trump, to his credit, um, is speaking complimentary of former President Bush in public tweets, and he will be attending uh, George H.W. Bush's funeral, which will be held on Wednesday, December the 5th. And uh, many complimentary things, of course, will be said about the former president. Ironically, Trump will be at the funeral with many of the same people whom he will be prosecuting in military tribunals uh, coming up beginning in January. Again, this is an exclusive report. Now, if you question whether anything regarding the Bush execution and or his indictment are real or not, we can provide all of the information backing up our claims to you. Over the course of the last two-plus years, we have been compiling a list of reports regarding deep state actions against Donald J. Trump and his attempts through his administration and those who are sticking with him to put an end to child and adult trafficking uh, in the United States and around the globe. Uh, He has been thwarted in those efforts by the fact that at least one-third of those in the United States government right now are involved in child trafficking, are involved in pedophilia and what has been coined Pizzagate, and it has been an uphill battle, especially with those who are attempting to have him impeached and removed from office. And, of course, as we brought you here in this report, Q is reporting that the Senate victory was the more important victory in the midterm elections of 2018, and that information which Donald Trump will be releasing at the right time, these declassified FISA documents, may actually return the House to the Republican Party as well. So this this is huge news, folks. This is very, very big. But again, if you question 
whether or not George H.W. Bush was indeed executed on November the 30th for these crimes and whether or not he was truly indicted, we can provide you with a copy of the indictment. We can also provide you with a complete dossier on the Bush pedophile dynasty. This goes back many, many years to even George H.W. Bush's ancestors. This has been going on for quite some time and it continues today. The Bush pedophile dynasty is only one part of a 15-part bundle of reports that we call the Bundle Plus, and we have been making it available to you for over the course of two and a half years. All of this information, of course, coming to light back in the run-up to the 2016 presidential elections when information came to light from a low-level DNC staffer who was subsequently murdered by the name of Seth Rich, who discovered emails containing all of this information about the child trafficking and pedophilia scheme going on uh, here in the United States, and a very credible reporter who has since been banned from many of the social media outlets, such as Twitter, another one by the name of Laura Loomer, who's also been reporting on this and who also has been banned from Twitter, have indicated that up to one-third of the people in the United States government right now are involved in child and adult human trafficking. They have been virtually, literally, and by every other means, silenced. And they're doing their best to get this information out, as are we, and we've done so by compiling this list of 15 reports that we call the Bundle Plus. We would like to get these reports into your hands. We'd like you to have them. We'd like you to share them with your family, your friends, your co-workers, anyone who would listen, because we need to help put an end to trafficking here in the United States and around the globe. I would love to get these reports into your hands. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.